Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Um, so they go out into the desert, they find Ochi's ship and they're going to steal it. And meanwhile, um, Ray senses that Kylo's coming. Mm-hmm. Not like that. So she goes out into the desert. <laughs> and then... And then um, there was a scene earlier that they cut because uh, the film mm-hmm. was already too long mm-hmm. where, where the other kind of coming happens and she senses that too. I think Kylo Ren's chucking up his beans. <laughs> <laughs> There's, no, she's just in the back of a briefing room shot and at mm-hmm. one point she just goes, oh, Kylo's finished. Yeah. Go, Sorry? And she says, nothing, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> sorry um, sorry but because you can funeral. teleport now because <laughs> teleportation is possible with the force now she's just like ah oh, and has to wipe her forehead they teleport now they teleport now they teleport now who's teleporting I'm not teleporting do you ever teleport I've teleported you teleported you never told me you teleported I teleported I'm telling you I don't have to tell you when I teleport oh you're always teleporting all the time and then Uncle Leo comes in and goes hi Ray hi <laughs> it's Uncle Leo uh, oh brilliant Kramer comes in and says hey you need somebody to read that dagger for you <laughs> Jerry, I really want to read that dagger. No, I think it's probably best you don't. Yeah, I think oh, everyone's, okay. everyone's gradually forgetting about what you did, just yeah. gradually. Yeah, I'm going to go and do a joke about it on uh, Kirby Enthusiasm. Oh, that probably means I can get work again now, doesn't it? No, don't yeah, great. I'm afraid. No, oh, okay. you're finished. Yeah. <laughs> Back to touring. Does everyone, remember I was in, Southern towns. does everyone remember I was in the film of Whoops Apocalypse? No. No, no, no one remembers that. No. No. I got out. Rick Mayo was in one scene and stole the entire film. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. 
I've seen the. Do you know what? We need to get back to it. I watched the oh. first three uh, episodes of Whoops Apocalypse on holiday with my soon-to-be wife, mm. and Christ, I loved it instantly. And I'm very excited to see the end of it and then the movie. Oh, I've seen the movie. I've not seen the TV series. Oh, it's oh, John, mm. you would love it. Okay, I'm, all right. Like uh, you know, did you hear the passion in my voice there? That's how convinced I, did. I am. I did. There's there's a scene with you know. Yeah, it's set up as like, oh, we've got our most sort of sophisticated, uh, you know, undercover strike team on the job, hmm. uh, so they'll they'll be able to get in and out with without being detected. And then it cuts to the like the funniest thing I've ever seen, just like a, an SAS team, just like bursting into a bathroom and just shooting the entire thing ah, to well, pieces. They repeat that scene in the film, and they do it in the film. Okay, great. Uh, oh. And it's Rick Mayo leading them. Oh, really? Because he's mm. in a. De- he says the end. He says the end in um, in Whoops Apocalypse. Oh, does he? In a, in a moment which is, I would say, satirically relevant, mm. but you wouldn't do it now. Uh, well, in the film, he's leading a, a troop of SAS people who smash everything up, and his his assistant is Daniel Peacock, and it's very funny. Oh, lovely! Oh, exciting! All oh, right, God, well, we've got to talk about this show. bloody film. We're talking oh, about God, how far are we? Uh, we're we, twenty minutes into the. Yeah, the we've we've now? done an hour. Oh, uh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So basically. Uh, Chewie Backer gets captured because Finn senses that Finn's basically like an overbearing mother because he sees yeah. that Ray's left and he's like Chewie go and check on her and yeah. Chewie immediately gets arrested by the Knights yeah. of Red like doesn't even fight back no like I, I, I was saying like there must be, I want to know that there's some sort of other element to this nope they no. just surround him and he's like Chewy, you know, the roaring. <laughs> yeah, you rip people's Fighting. arms out of their sockets. That's all right, the time. Yeah. yeah. Tough guy. He just goes, okay, come along quietly. Yeah, sorry about that. It's a fair cop. Yeah, society's <laughs> to blame. <laughs> you fucking traitor. Um, so then they border on the they border on the ship. Meanwhile, Ray yep. is sensing that Kylo Ren's coming. Kylo Ren's plan is to run her over. Yep. Um which just seems so a bit stupid. It's a bit base, yeah. Especially because he appears to be like in love with her and want her to be his like wife and run the galaxy. Or I'm yeah. not sure what he wants at this point. No, and I don't know what his, his end game is. He's very much like King Kong stealing Fay Ray. I mean, yeah, what, what's yeah. he going to do with her at the end? But uh, but if King Kong just like stepped on Fay Ray instantly, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love you. Or oh, p- put her up his urethra. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's the only way they could fathomably make love, really, isn't it? Really? I mean, I've yeah. always thought that there must, my, my post credit scene to King Kong will be they find King Kong's lock-up and it's just full of women. Because <laughs> that ceremony must happen all the time. It's like, we found you another woman. It's John, like, Rise of Skywalker. It's like Dennis Moore and the Lupins. I don't want John. any more bloody women. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't you got any giant bananas you can give me? <laughs> Rise of I like the idea that they have quite a nice life though in the um, in that island. Oh, you know, no, he keeps them away much, from the dinosaurs. They're very much dead. To... Oh no, they're all dead. Okay. Yeah, he no, keeps I, pulling I... up his urethra. Uh, well, fair. that would that would uh, be challenging. Um, <laughs> and then he so goes we're... for a wee, and they just boop. <laughs> Thump. Yeah, I don't like it. Horrible, like a torpedo tube. Um... <laughs> um, yeah, so they capture the, they. The, the... So, yeah, she, they got you back at. Well, Ray she does the wing she, off the she, thing. She does the shot from the trailer that everybody loved. That I think I still think is stupid. What's that? Where she does the leap over the uh, X. Oh, I liked. I liked that. I thought that was ship. valid. I like. I tell you what. I like it a lot more than people teleporting or like bringing people back from the dead using the force. It's true, but it just doesn't make any sense. No. Well. No. Well. I don't know. It's a big and force he, jump. I'm fine with it. And then he rolls about seventeen times and explodes. And then he's fine. He's fine. Yeah. 
What is going on with this film? I think it's just like as many moments of like impactful action and, and set pieces as possible, but with mm. no real consideration for what goes between them. It yeah. is like a sketch show. It is like Star Wars movies. It is, it is. But without any jokes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so then I, I was going to do another tangent then, but I've stopped myself. So yeah. then the First Order, <laughs> they, they take uh, the, the Falcon and Chewbacca and the dagger, which Chewbacca hands them over. It's like fucking... Ah, fucking Chewbacca. Wimp. Yeah, and then Ray's like, "Well, I'm going to stop the ship in midair." With yeah, the force. and they have a tug of war. Her and Kylo Ren, and Kylo Ren, who's now fine. And then suddenly yeah, she fine. just burps out loads of electricity at the ship and explodes. Yeah. Well, that's some of the very clever, subtle foreshadowing of a, a little reveal, a very satisfying reveal. Foreshadowing, if you will. Foreshadowing mm. of what's coming up later in the film, and I think everyone's going to love it. I'll, I'll give you a visual picture of it now. It's a big shovel with a big pile of horse shit on it. Wow! Yeah. Excited to see what that is. So then she's like, "Chewie, oh god, what have I done?" And then yep. they all go and get on Ochi's ship and fly off. Yeah, an appalling, appalling, badly handled, unnecessary fake out with Chewie being dead. Because literally the next scene, he's like, "Oh, he's he's here. He's fine." Him. Yeah, we find out that he's fine in the next scene, and the yeah. scene after that, Ray finds out that he's fine. So, yeah. what was like, the there's, point? There's of no it? point to it whatsoever. No. God, I mean, there's such a better film. If you just take out about 17 of the characters and then just simplify the plot to, like, the plot of a film, mm. like with, with with an end goal that people are trying to achieve that's clear from the start, then you could make it such a... You could probably get in the editing suite and make a better film <laughs> with what they've shot. I think you could. I think someone's probably done it. Yeah, probably. Um, but on this Ochi ship, they find another droid that we don't need. Called, yeah, called yeah. Dio. That, Finger Mouse. Finger Mouse, yeah. Yeah, comes out, Dio. You should have the little man with the beard and the green suit behind him all the time. Yeah, yeah I'd like yeah. that. That'd be more yeah. interesting. Yeah. Um, and as we get onto a, a planet where the gang is sneaking around with the hoods all pulled up, right? That's mm-hmm. around then. And, I, uh, I like the production design of this planet, though. Yeah, that's It does really feel nice, like yeah. it's a war, there's a war going on. I think it's worth saying that so much of the production design is brilliant yeah. in this film. And the sound design, uh, mm. I think the DOP's done a good job. Like, uh, you were saying you didn't like the look of it, but I no, don't know. No, I think it's too, it's, there's, a, there's a weird shade on it I don't like. Like, the greens okay. are too green, the yellows are too yellow. Fair enough. But I think mm. there's a lot of really nice uh, shots in it. And I think there's yeah. some really lovely design on the ships and stuff. And the, you get a lot of fun, cool Star Wars stuff. The best visuals in this film are the scene coming up where Kylo and um, Ray talk to one another and she's in his room and he's in that on that planet and yeah, then it kind of yeah. mixes it up it's quite nice that's and those nice. roses that, that those rose things fall all over the floor yeah like, yeah that's great but that's nice except that it then it literalizes that into oh no he literally teleported there yeah. it's almost like jj Abrams didn't understand the bits and rise of skywalker right? where yeah. you go like but she's in her room and he's over there and then you see him in her room and you go no they're, they're it's a visual effect <laughs> he's not teleported Ryan into Johnson her did hint house. at it though didn't he but they haven't they haven't developed it because in the first in uh, last jedi he gets that she one of them gets a droplet of water yeah it's when she's standing by That's those it. waves and he gets the droplet of water yeah you but that feels that. like that could arguably be just sort of psychosomatic, right? Right. Yeah, like it true. feels almost like yeah. it's it's poetry, not that it's a literal thing. Mm. But also, then the idea that you can take objects and then whole people, mm. you know, uh, mad. I thought you were going to say the best shot in the whole film is coming up um, when Babu Frick turns up. Well, it is. We'll get to Babu Frick because they yeah. get. We then meet Zori. Yeah, Zori, who um, had her own series. Sexulon. She had her own series with Ronnie Corbett, didn't she? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Language, Kylo. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, great. 
Yeah, Zori, aka Popsy Sexulon, aka yeah. uh, uh, Poe Dameron is not gay, okay? Yeah, yeah, he used okay. to have actual yeah. physical sex with a lady. It's when she says that line where she mm. says, You used to have heterosexual sex with me, didn't mm. you? And he yeah. says, That's right, I love yeah. that. Yeah. And she said, oh, you, you weren't so keen on any bum fun. And he's like, No, hate it. No, he says, No, I, uh, I don't like that. Mm. And um, he says, I find the physical form of a man repulsive. Repellent. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I hate it. What are you doing here anyway? I just wanted to make that clear. Anyway. Yeah, um, okay. Anyway, bye-bye. Their plan is they're going to bring C-3PO to uh, someone who is able to retrieve because they can't get the dagger. They haven't got the dagger anymore, but C-3PO's memory has retained what was written on it. Mm-hmm. Now, my worry at this point would be, I've seen Murray of the Lost Ark. What if there's something else on the other side of the dagger? Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Manning material. Uh, so they're going to go to a droid smith. Yeah. And a blacksmith and a joke smith. A joke smith. The joke smith, Babu Frick. I want to hear one of those <laughs> pff, fucking Christ of come songs. <laughs> I have to get that in. Um, yeah, they're going yep. to the droid smith. Who is da, 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 Babu Frick? Babu Frick. Shirley Henderson. Oh, hello. Yeah. I like Baby Frick a lot. It is mm. also emblematic of what's wrong with these films yeah. in that you get, you know, one of the finest actors of her generation, <laughs> Shirley Henderson, in to play a really good alien character for about 15 seconds of screen time and then move on from that to a different actor playing, you know, some other inconsequential character that you either will or won't like and then they'll go away forever as well. There should have been a scene here and they missed a trick where Chewbacca sits down mm. And then they're like, where's Babu Frick? And he stands up and there's like a pair of legs wiggling out of his bubble. Yeah. Ah, oh no, Babu Frick. Yeah. <laughs> and Chewie uh, grips the table uh, and goes, oh, and then out he comes. And Straight I, across the room. Played by Lawrence Kasdan, of course. Yes, of course. Yeah. It's fun IMDb trivia. It was actually Lawrence Kasdan in the Chewbacca suit when he farted Babu Frick out across the room. Thanks for the ten million, he says yep. in, in Wookiee. <laughs> so Babu Frick he, uh, links up to uh, C-3PO, and, and while that's going on, oh no, the Knights of Ren are walking around outside. Uh-oh. Do they do what anything? Are... No. No. no, they don't. no. <laughs> what are they going to do? Nothing. Nothing, nothing yep. at all. Uh, they uh, so they've killed C three PO forever, yeah. probably. He I... has that touching moment. He's like, I just wanted to have one last look at my friends, and they should have all yeah. done that Caribbean enthusiasm. We're not your friends. Yeah, <laughs> we're not your friends. Yeah, but also like one last look at my friends. The shot of Daisy Ridley is the most dead behind the eyes shot oh in the my entire God, series. Yes, yes. Because I think she's as an actor probably going. Do I feel anything about this no. robot? I don't know. No. <laughs> I don't think so. I so she gives him it. like. A bland, sort of un, <laughs> a sort of slight smile that looks like pasted on, and and you just go like, I don't think any of these people really know each other. No, <laughs> like, that, this scene is one of the biggest ones of that. Where you're like, these yeah. people have no relationship. Do They've they? got no relationship. John Boyega's just stuff. standing in the background, thinking, I'm a really good actor, and what am I doing in this? Yeah, he's just like wondering when he's going to get the Bond phone call. Oh, get, get out of this. When are they going to play to his strengths in these films? Because they do a bit in the first yeah. one, second one, no, and then this not one, really. not at all. No, he's, he's barely there. Oh, it's a shame. The, but genuinely, and I'll, I'll spoil this for the ending, the best moment of acting from any of them is at the very end when they all see each other and they've all survived. And that's the first time in, in most of the, in all these films, I'll say, that mm. I believe they cared about each other and had a relationship. Yeah. 
That's Especially the, the two time. ladies who give it as a big snuggie. Oh, a great background. big snug. Well, I couldn't focus on the emotional intensity yeah. of that moment because I was yeah. obviously masturbating. Of course. Um, yeah. At that moment. Um, but <laughs> Which no, I think is why they put it in. To right, a starving man, a packet of crisps is a banquet. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, are you suggesting I didn't have a wank over Babu Frick as well? <laughs> well, of course. Um, yeah, after putting him up my bum. <laughs> Uh, so when they kill I mean, C-3PO I mean, I'd be remiss memory, to say I wasn't just imagining his little legs wiggling when you were masturbating ah, ah, nah. <laughs> not again thanks for the 10 million <laughs> you see people are probably thinking I can't wait for him to talk about Babu Frick and how cool the character is and we've just talked about putting him up his bum yeah, and I think bum. again, I, I feel like that Babu Frick is perhaps the best example of to a starving man a packet of crisps. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Because I mean, something fun that is you know, or it, it's the first time that something's been set out and then successfully achieved in this film. Yeah, this this character will be fun. He is the end. The end. Like, oh, thank God for Does that. Does he do anything else? No. Nope. Turns up later and goes, <laughs> which I, I did enjoy. It's brilliant, but it's... Uh, Jerry Henderson is fantastic as the is. voice. It's really fantastic performance. So funny. Just just getting someone actually funny. To, to I mean, she, funny she just character. kind of just goes, ah, every now and then, and it makes me laugh. Yeah, but it's mm. the it's at the right moments in the right intonation. <laughs> like it's, did it's you notice funny. the cameo of the barman as they walk in to go and see Babu Frick? I absolutely did not. It's John Williams. Is it now? Oh, that's mm. nice. Yeah. And we should talk about this because his music in this film is basically a jukebox. It's just playing old bits yeah, from old Star Wars thing. films. There's a bit later on when um, uh, it, it's when oh the Millennium Falcon's blasting uh, its engines and, and knocking mm. back all the troopers, oh, but um, and they just they just do the main Star Wars theme. Yeah, and it's as if they just couldn't think of anything else. Uh, it's terrible. It's like there's a bit in. Um, I feel like I always go back to Chris Chibnall's Doctor Who, but mm. there's a bit when in the Timeless Children, which is, I mean, just in in terms of you know adding teleportation and and healing to the Force, you mm. know, the Timeless Children is the equivalent for Doctor Who. Uh, in terms right. of just undoing the entire basic premise anyway um, so and, and spoiling it but there's a point when she uh, she's been told the doctor's been told that she actually has this secret other life and actually she's really horrible and evil at, at points in her life hmm. and then she has to sort of recover her energies and escape the influence of the master hmm. and what she does is like Im- <laughs> she she pictures you know Tom Baker Peter Davison all the other sort of seasons and um, and it, it's like she's doing what I was doing, which is remembering better seasons of Doctor Who yes. to get through this moment. Uh, and and as she does it, the main Doctor Who theme, like, plays. Mm. And as it happened, I thought, well, yeah, because the music has been so dreadful in this era, there is not one other recognisable theme or motif you could have used in that moment. No. At all. And it's like it's a bit like that. It's like they've run out of options. And they go, oh, you know, sure, that bit, why not? Yep. Yeah, John Williams just basically went, look, here's all the music I've written. Yeah. I'm going to go and have a lie down because I'm 90. Yeah, 90. Mm. I think he's God, he's bloody good till the end there, wasn't he? Well, his last film Isn't is going to, is coming out next year, the the new Indiana Jones film, everyone. Ah, okay, interesting, interesting. Yeah. I'm going to let Indiana Jones fuck me up in the ass. That's <laughs> <laughs> the joke you have to make about anything. Of course. <laughs> People are bridges in. Are you talking about South Park? Uh, yes, that's mm, right. Mm, yes, good. Yes. I was hoping that or it might have been a personal experience of yours that you didn't want to get into. Oh, no, no. This was, um, mm. it's just a flea bag joke. 
Oh, I see. You've I was also thinking about South Park when there's that bit where Indiana Jones gets shagged by George Lucas over the Yes, yes, table. there's that. Yeah, there's that as well. And, and the, you get the George Lucas' well. blotchy cum face. Oh, oh God. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> he wasn't making that face during this film, I'll tell you that. No, he wasn't. I bet he, I, I honestly, I bet he fucking hates this film. Yeah. I think it could have killed him. Mm. I think if you said he watched Rise of Skywalker and just died, mm. I'd go, yeah, that's I can believe that. I mean, like Rhea, like Leia does later. Yes, he true. Just disappeared you, out of his armchair, left behind it, all his clothes. People don't like to talk about it, but it, it was you know having to act some of the scenes in this film that that finished her off. Yeah, I think so. I'm afraid. Um, um, so yeah, so so um, C3PO, his eyes go red, and yep. he reads where the um, what's going on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tells them the plot. Tells them the next stop on this many stages plot. He to says get the to wayfinder is in the Endor system. Yep. Um, so then Zori gives Poe her token, which is like a kind of one of those things in a film. It means you can do anything you like, and it doesn't matter. It's it's Casablanca, isn't it? It's yeah. The papers to leave uh, mm. to leave Europe uh, to get to continental Europe, and it's um she and then she says um you know I, I'm really glad I've got this because I've actually got two days to retirement. Mm. Uh, so I'm going to buy me a little plot of land uh, out in the uh, far reaches, and mm. uh, maybe you could come with me. And I was just remembering when we had vaginal sex. Yeah, oh, and mm. maybe we could have some of that uh, penis-to-vagina sex that mm. we like to have, mm. uh, Poe, that you enjoy. Yeah. He says, oof, I love that. Cool. Cool. Not there's something in his eyes that makes you think, no, he doesn't. No, he hates it. <laughs> he hates he it. He's, he's living a lie. Yeah, he's yeah. living a lie. J.J. Abrams, is, 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 he's, he's deprogrammed him. <laughs> so then at this point as well, Ray goes, hang on a minute, Chewbacca's alive. So we're going to have right. to go and rescue him. And everyone's like, how do you know? And she's like, I sensed it. Uh-huh. Okay, I'm going to need a bit more than that before we risk all our lives. Yeah, well, you'd think so. Have you got no, a picture of him fine. holding up today's paper with Babu Frick up his bum? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm up his bum. <laughs> um, so then they... I'm up Chewbacca's bum. Now, we're, uh, we're told that the First Order is this fierce machine of army stuff. Yeah. And they fly right onto a First Order they space. They fly into a Star Destroyer, yeah. yeah. Walk Straight out in. and shoot everybody. And without there'd, be any... a, there'd be a fleet there, right? There'd yeah. be an entire platoon of stormtroopers. There's absolutely no problems whatsoever. Nope, wander and, straight in. Yeah, and, that's great. And Ray rescues Chewbacca. There's a mind trick sequence, uh, and uh, she mm. tricks a couple of stormtroopers in a comedy moment. Uh, but who's in the suits? Is it Leon Herring? <laughs> I don't know. I think it's Leon Herring. I think it's Leon Herring. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm so glad. Yeah, I've, you're here, Ray. Yeah, brilliant. Oh, I've been thinking about dodecahedrons. They're funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah, they're funny, aren't they, Stu? Yeah, yeah, they're really funny. Yeah, yeah, they're about as funny as uh, a person uh, dying of cancer oh. uh, slowly. Rich. Oh, Stu. <laughs> oh, Rich. Oh. And then they start kissing, uh, and uh, it's back to Finn and Poe. Yeah, and then in a, in a little visual metaphor, they accidentally stand on a lift, and the herring one goes down, the Stu one goes up. <laughs> Yeah, interesting, interesting. Oh, that's mean. I love. Them it's very. Both. I can't. Yeah. I can't. I can't. Uh, I can't say a bad word about either. No, <laughs> I love no, them both. No, no, no. It's it's affectionate. Not that it, any either of them would listen to this. No. Although part part of me kind of wants to be on his shit list. On on Lee's <laughs> yeah. mailing list shit Lee's list. Yeah. list. He's like everybody I hate, and I'd like to be a picture of me waving. <laughs> and everybody Just... I love would be a picture of someone else I don't like waving. Me. Yeah. Or, yeah. Well, <laughs> me giving the finger. Yeah, that'd be fun. Tom Neenan giving the finger oh, <laughs> everyone I like um, yes anyway no, I'm only joking uh, I'd be very upset if I was on Stuart Lee's bad list oh I agree please don't put me on there Stuart Lee Christmas presents 
Jesus. Especially Things I hate. Smirch pod, awful. Oh, absolutely. Especially as you think lately, he's he's got a big grey beard, hasn't he? He's a jolly man. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's, he's got his nice naughty and nice list. That's right. He's quite. Um, that's oh my god, you're right. Oh bloody hell! Yeah. I was going to say he'd be quite a good Obi Wan or like an old elder Jedi Lord, but no, actually, Stuart Lee is Father Christmas. I'd quite like Stuart Lee to be in a film. He hasn't done one. No, I'd like that. Yeah, mm. It'd be brilliant. He's he's the cameo I want to see. Well, he is in. He's in this one. He's he's one of the two stormtroopers oh, yeah, as we've established. That was a good impression of him, by the way. Well done. Uh, thanks. Well, I basically stole it from Tom Neenan on one of our Snake Boys episodes. Oh, but yeah. anyway, yeah. more shout outs for Tom Neenan. More Why isn't he here? He should be doing this. Oh, because he's, he's busy on the gravy train, isn't he? He's writing Force stuff. <laughs> he's, he's rolling the uh, snack trolley up and down the gravy train. He finishes a script and like, emails it and then immediately gets another email saying, can you write another script for us? Yeah. I think yeah. as as Tom Neenan would tell you, and as you and I both know, John, uh, mm. no matter how well you seem to be doing uh, in, in the corridors of power, mm. we all know what happens is you write the script, finish it, uh, send it off and then uh, wait in silence for about two to three years for yes. anyone to contact you about it's it. It's like sending out a probe to space. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like uh, we've heard more back from the Voyager satellite than we have from <laughs> television producers. The dad from Contact comes back and goes, by the way, it didn't get commissioned. By the way, we've Thanks already got something like this in development. Yeah. Goodbye. We love this, but... Yeah. yeah, this is the funniest thing we've ever seen. We're not going to make it. Mm. Um... I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70 percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Anyway, so moving anyway, on. Moving on. Uh, Jesus we Christ. see uh, Ray's mum soon, don't we? We do. It's Jodie Comer. Yeah, Jodie Comer. And her dad's also somebody. But somebody. I, I don't know who he is. He looked familiar, but I couldn't place him. Jodie Comer, of course, who is Killing very Eve much is... not in a coma. Uh, no, Jodie oh. Awake, they call her. Jodie Awake. As a nickname. Yeah. Um, Hux is the spy. Uh, oh, yeah, this is annoying because yeah. I remember when there's loads of stuff leaked about episode nine, right? Yeah. And it was pictures of costumes and stuff mm. and one of them was Hux in a rebel- a resistance costume yeah so I thought ah so Hux is going to swap sides and fight with the resistance yeah and I was expecting that all the way through this and Richard E. Grant just turns around and shoots him immediately yeah and it's such you a know, weird for the guy who had that big scene in The Force Awakens of the yeah 
to then just get shot. They've had no idea what to do with him. No. Like, if, since Force Awakens. Mm. Like, you know, and he changes into a different character in Last Jedi. Then he changes sort of to a third different character in this. Yeah. And then just gets shot because yeah. no one knows what to do with him. I think the problem is as well, like, people assume, oh, we can make really interesting characters out of the Imperial officers. And you go, not really. They're just no. sort of identikit fascists. And you can have, you can do, this is the closest they get to Grand Moff Tarkin with Richard E. Grant just because he's a really good actor and he's, he convincingly plays a sort of hollow-eyed, you know, fascist. Although I would say and Andor has very much... Done that. Oh yeah, yeah. The, the oh, Empire uh, and Andor uh, is very good. And let's not forget, I would like to see the baby <laughs> <laughs> hidden in the baby's eyes are man's indiscriminate <laughs> acts of evil against man. In the man. eyes of the baby Yoda, one <laughs> can see man's conflict with nature writ large. <laughs> Show me the video of the big grizzly bear eating the baby. <laughs> You must never show he's, anyone else as this video. Is <laughs> that that Imperial officer has a tape player and he's he's listening to the audio of Chewbacca sitting on Babu Frick <laughs> and he turns to C three PO and says, "You must never play anyone this." <laughs> I like never to think listen, that promise me the guy who took over Warner Brothers said to Warner Herzog, "Can I show you Batgirl?" <laughs> you, you must, must never, never show anyone this. <laughs> That's the problem at uh, <laughs> Discovery. They've got mm. Werner Herzog running amok in the, in, the, in the archives. Never show anyone this or this or this. Or the Scoob sequel. This. That <laughs> must never see the light of day. Scoob 2 must never be seen by anyone, promise me. Put it in yep. the vault. Anyway, um, so uh, Ray gets the dagger back, as we say, flashback. Ray yeah, and yeah, Ren yeah. have a little force duel, which is fun-ish. Yeah, but then again, they're teleporting, and I don't like that. Uh, so, so then Palpatine, uh, we find out... Palpatine Kylo retcons d- his own conversation. Yeah. <laughs> he says, when 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 I said mm. that thing, I did mean that. But also, mm. your parents... So they were junk people, but they also were the son of... So it does still work, okay? Mm. Like, that's, that's that conversation. Basically, yeah. By the way, yeah. you're a Palpatine. What? Yeah. Yeah, and it's and it's so like just flopped into the middle of the film like a dead fish, and the filming yeah. of the scene doesn't make it seem like it's very important. No, and the impact from the actors doesn't feel very. It's like again, it's like they know it's rubbish as well. And then we get the bit you're talking about where the Falcon blows all the stormtroopers across the room, but Ray yeah. and Kylo are able to just stand there, I guess, because they've got the force. Don't know. I think technically, if you, I, I, I thought that, and then I realised I think they were saying like the lip of the back of the Falcon was was past Ray. Was over right. her head, oh, okay. but I still think she would have been balded. Yeah, singed on her. Oh, a monk haircut. Yeah, a little tonsure on top. Yeah, yeah, lovely. Oh, I like the way you knew it was called. No thanks. I think because that joke, uh, it's such a funny hairstyle that mm. I've heard it enough times mm. that it stays with me. Um, so then, as we say, Cal- uh, Hux has been killed because he was the spy, and that they fly God, the Falcon. So long of this film left. Oh, oh, there, is, there is. <sighs> they, they fly the Falcon to the Wayfinder's coordinates on Endor, and they meet Janna and a load of Ford, uh, fugitive stormtroopers who are like Finn. Yeah, and you know we're told that, but in no meaningful way is it shown to us, or, or do we get? They any just of turn up on of horses. Of it, yeah. yeah. Um, she turns up and says, "Hi, Finn. I'm your girlfriend." Mm. And Finn says, "Nice to meet you, my girlfriend. Yeah. Let's go." Yeah. And that's the end of the scene. I hope you. I got love the horses. Nice... We talked about the special horses last yeah, time. I like did. these a lot better than the horses in the Last Jedi, as predicted. Mm. Yeah, Good these horses. are just horses with the with, with like tusks. 
That's right. I don't like it when they come back later, though. That's just stupid. It's really stupid. But, um, anyway, but I like them here. I really like the design of them, the Bantha horses or whatever they're meant to be. Um, mm. Lovely. There's also like, again, I mean, th- okay, I'll, I'll jump ahead to this thought from mm. later. Mm. This should have just been Rose. Yes, of course. She serves no, she's got no character. She serves no purpose. Yeah. This new character who I want to call Jane. Jenna. Jane. Jenna. Janice. Okay. Yeah. So Janice uh, turns up and like, there's also a thing with like a lot of these just sort of extra people, hmm. just essentially like a host of, you know, diverse, strong women characters with hmm. zero personality and no, nothing to do in the film Yeah, that they just keep cutting to and going, look, see, but then you go, no, you also need to like give them a character and some stuff to do. Hmm. And they, they've all got nothing. And I remember hearing, in fact, on, on um, the aforementioned Stu, Stu hmm. on his podcast, Peter Serafinovich told a brilliant story about voicing Darth Maul. Mm. And it was clear that the film had been made already and they were ADRing the whole role. Mm. Like it was a, it was an after, a post-production job. Yeah. So he comes in and he's going, oh my God, I get to be the main villain in Star Wars. This is incredible. Mm. And uh, he sat in the voice booth and he, he turns to Lucas for guidance on like, you know, well, what do you want this guy to be like? And uh, Lucas goes, just make him really evil. Mm. And that was basically all he got, as he tells it. Mm. And, and I just feel like every single uh, one of these women that come in going, brilliant, I'm going to be like probably the main resistance hero yeah. of the new Star Wars yeah. film, are told, she's just like really heroic. Mm. And that's it. And that's yeah. all they get. And they get nothing to do. And it just feels completely disingenuous. And like, and this, this is the most of an example of like, I'll take, oh, I didn't like any of that last year. I'll take that out. Rose Tico, who needs her? Mm. Oh, actually, it is really helpful for Finn to have someone to like be romantically interested in and to do heroic stuff with. Yeah. Uh, but I've already pushed Kelly Tran down the stairs. Okay, um, uh, we'll invent this new character who will just write her like two lines of dialogue that just sums up who she is, and then she'll just be in the film from then on. Yeah. Rubbish. Absolutely rubbish. And then she says, do you fancy having some of that penetrative sex later uh, with a vagina? And he says, yes, that is the sort of thing I enjoy. I love that. I, do you know what? Mm. I love that, mm. he says. It's my favourite thing to do. That and muscle magazines. That's right. <laughs> I love Men's Health magazine for the articles. Yeah, and also tips on vitamin supplements. That's right. That's mm. right. And putting mm. and their bums. Oh, shit. Oh, shut up. Um, I like putting Babu Frick up them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So then Ray goes over to this cliff and she uses the knife and there's got a little extender in it that then perfectly sort of eclipses the shape of the second Death Star that fell down at the end of Return of the Jedi. Now, that doesn't seem like a precise measurement because the second Death Star is in water. The water would erode the metal, presumably, and at some points it may rise or fall. Also, uh, I don't know if you're aware, but the Death Star is massive. Yeah. So like once you get and also once she gets in there you go oh you're fucked because even the production design tells you this is huge how huge. are you going to find this thing now it should be I mean I suppose they're trying to evoke from the first film her scavenger skills of getting around and that but that should be more illustrated shouldn't it that she uses her scavenger skills to find it or something like that yeah that would be fun I like the visual echo of the Star Destroyer from Force Awakens yeah but... you don't need this dagger it's stupid it's really stupid. Um, yeah, if she was like a tracker, that'd be mm. cool. We're, we're just imagining things that Ray could have as a character. As a character. <laughs> Imagine what she could have had. Oh. Uh, well, my, my, the best line in the entire film is coming up. Uh, uh, Babu Frick, he's one of my oldest friends. Oh, is that what C-3PO says? Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course, because he's just had his mind wipes. It just, a, it's very, very funny. a good joke. That's the best joke. Maybe the only joke he's in the, the only film. joke in the film. Yeah. Um, so Ray, they're like, well, we'll go and look at that Star Destroyer. We'll go and look at that Death Star in the morning because Ray's impulsive throughout these films is like oh, I'm going on my own on this big weird boat thing 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the skimmer, fine. Yeah, I, and you know, again, I mean, I don't think I could go as far as to call it a character trait, but she's very determined, and like you say, mm. she's impulsive. So sure. And because Finn's only uh, character is to just be her shadow, he then follows her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and set shouts, Ray. He's basically like the Dan bit in Partridge, isn't he? Ray. Ray, 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 Ray. <laughs> Ray. Ray. I, Ray. I think she heard me. <laughs> yeah, I think I think she heard me. Um, um, yeah, so she goes in and she meets uh, a vision of herself as a Sith. Yeah, I wasn't sure who that was at first because mm. the sort of effect was so strange and, mm. and she looked so different that I thought it might have been a different new character. But it's at really first, stupid. but still, in a second, it became clear. I like her spiky teeth. That was very silly. The but, subtlety uh, of like, there's a bit in Empire Strikes Back where Luke sees his face within Dar- Darth Vader's yeah, mask. Yeah. That's more yeah. subtle. In this, is yeah. literally her with a big double-ended lightsaber going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she says, and, "Don't um, be afraid of who you are." Yeah, Fuck which off. is just again. But we've already that would work as a prophetic thing if we hadn't already been told mm. she's a Palpatine. When Ray finds Michael that, Palpatine. like the Emperor's Michael Palpatine. That's yeah. right. Mm. Uh, <laughs> hosting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> TV panel show, the disc debate show. Uh, anyway, um, when Ray finds that Emperor's throne room, it really feels like, oh, here's the end game. We're in the crashed old Death Star. This exactly. must be building up this towards the end. This must be the end. And there's an hour left of the yeah, film. It's ridiculous. Uh, and the problem is, so so I mean, obviously you've, you've hopped between, you've had, you've set up a plan where you're going to have film one, J.J. Abrams, film two, Ryan Johnson, film three, mm. Colin Trevorrow. Mm. Then Colin Trevorrow has been dumped, and J.J. Abrams grudgingly brought back to make this obligation of a film. Mm. And and you're, you're skipping. It's already a bit like weird to skip between creative forces when you're trying to tell one consistent story. Yes. But the way it turned out, it's even more baffling and, and changing. And the only thing that's consistent is Ray going, who are my parents? Mm. And it is the most boring part of all three Absolutely, of these Absolutely, yeah. And who cares? Mm. Like, And the, the closest it comes to being interesting is when it turns out that her parents are just nobodies, and then they retcon that in this as well. Yeah. And, the, and again, we'll get there, but the ending, I think, is rubbish. Mm-hmm. The very last moment of the film is terrible. Mm. Mm. But had they stuck with the idea that she's just from nowhere, she's just some kid, yeah. like from a junk planet... I think the ending would have been good. Yes, I agree. I think it would have worked in that because instance. she doesn't have is, a name. It's shite. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Uh, oh, God. Evil Ray turns up, and oh yeah, then we cut back to um, Deep Fake Layer and Nana Minion just to remind us that you know something else is happening with the Resistance. And yeah. I can't remember what it is. Uh, well, I think then, she uh, realizes an hour left and goes, "Oh fuck this!" Just dies. <laughs> oh Christ! Yeah, she sees that how many pages are still left in the screenplay. She's been sent and goes, "Oh fuck it!" But do, um, so, so Ray gets the wayfinder from the wreckage, and then right. bumps into Kylo. Who's that's right, and then a big crashing wave coming bearing down. Then and uh, John Boyega, he's doing his um, Ray to Robbie Coltrane in Ray. Supergrass. Ray. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. He walks does walks down the seawall. R.I.P. Big uh, Man. Uh, R.I.P. Big Man gone, but not forgotten. Mm. Miss you. Now you're gone. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think it would be good if she got in the throne room and, and we found out that Palpatine has, has made many clones of himself yeah so when she gets in the throne room we find the one the other emperor who in a cupboard who died of autoerotic asphyxiation <laughs> yeah, yeah just another Snoke with a mm. <laughs> belt around his neck yeah great mm. um, so around this point you know they've got they're running down the uh, he, Finn's going Ray Ray yeah, and yeah. running after her they're and a big, big wave lightsabers. is coming yeah. Yeah, big waves coming down, and and I and I was thinking, oh no, what if that big wave crushes Finn? And I want to say, Janet, is it Janet? Damn it! I ja- love you. I love you, and I love heterosexual sex. 
the Death Star was big, but I swam it. Um, yeah, it's, it's just dull, dull, dull. And then dull, dull, dull. Leia dies and kind of has a moment with um, Kylo Ren in his brain, and he stops yeah. for a second, and um, uh, Ray stabs him. Yeah. Now, I think this is terrible because mm. I think the problem here is Leia distracting him for a second to get him killed feels a bit weird. And, like, of course, you know, in, in Last Jedi, there's that moment where she connects with him and it stops mm. him killing her. Yes. And that seems quite moving. This mm. one, she's like, I'm going to I'm gonna get my son killed. Like, her mm. objective is to, to have him finished off. And that works in a way because, obviously, you know, he's he's so far gone and Leia is pretty ruthless as a character generally. I think that's fairly consistent. Yeah. You know, she's, a, she's a tough old boot. Mm. And I think... Uh, it's it's just quite cowardly and treacherous to to distract him, but and now, it stops Ray from landing the killing blow on her own terms. And then the second she does, she regrets it hmm. and saves his life, making Leia's sacrifice completely meaningless. And it means nothing means anything anymore because you can no, die. Yeah, 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 you don't die. There's no death in Star Wars now. Again, you can teleport things through. You know when when bloody um um sexy Bombu uh, says to Poe. Mm. With a helmet on, mm. you know, it's, it's like, uh, uh, without this, I won't be able to get through the, um, you know, the blockades and all that. And he says, well, how how else are you going to get out if you give this to me? And she says, I just thought I'd like get Kylo Ren to teleport me through infinite amounts of space yeah. to a different place, and that would be fine. Yeah. And he says, no, that's a good plan. That's fine. Good, yeah. do that. Good, yeah. So then Ray heals him, as you say, steals yep. his Tie Fighter thing, and then flies off. Yep. And then Chewbacca cries when he hears that. Princess Leia's dead. He gets on his knees and goes, yep. and he's actually just fallen on Claude's little baby son. Killed him. <laughs> um, so but, then, but luckily also Babu Frick. Exactly. Uh, it just pops out. Now, yep. this film's co-written by a guy called Chris Terrio, who um, wrote... Him, I don't have a concept of this man. When his name popped up at the end, I went, who? But, yeah. Uh, yeah. He is famous for writing Argo which was oh, a, did he? a big okay. film for about 15 seconds. It was a huge film, wasn't it, for yeah. a moment? Yeah. But then he also co-wrote or wrote Batman vs Superman Dawn of Justice. Right. Right. And I don't know if you've seen that. Nope. But there's a scene in that where Superman doesn't know what to do and he decides yep. to walk to the Fortress of Solitude. And on the way there, yep. he's greeted by a voice and he turns around and it's the ghost of his father. Okay. Now, I'm watching this and Kylo's sitting there and suddenly you hear... Hey, Ben. And he turns around, it's the ghost of his dad. And I'm like, Chris Terrio, could you think of another narrative device, please? One other thing. That doesn't also, have like, a ghost. In, it's in a way where you go, did they forget to make him blue? What's, mm. The, mm. what's this? And then they sort of even address it and go, are you a memory? No, I'm not. And you go, "What? but what are you trying to say? What are, you <laughs> are you trying to say that this is... If it's, if it's that he's still connected to him through the Force, it should be a Force ghost. Yeah. If you're saying, no, Han Solo actually survived, then that's a whole different conversation. Yeah. But of course they're not saying that because it would be completely implausible for him mm. to be there. Mm. So what is the fucking point? What is it? He, it's the point is so they can repeat the scene from the first film, but the other way around. Yeah, and, and again, it's, it's too... Why, you know, John, mm. you know how you go around like saying things that you've said previously to yeah. lend you know, moments in your life poetic cadence? Of course, yeah. Like word for word. Yeah. And, you rem- and, and in the most stressful moments of your life, you remember exactly what it is you said. Mm. <laughs> and then you say it again later. I say In oh, an ironic way. They're waffly versatile, I say. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's like when I um, look, you know, I, I visit my mother in her mm. home and you know, mm. we talk about life and our lives so far and I look her in the eye and I say... We're out of toilet paper. Make sure you pick some up from Budgeons. <laughs> and then you sing the song from Microchips. Yeah. yeah. Quickly, quick. Microchips. So poignantly. Yeah. Microchips. As you're crying. 
when you need a fast and tasty <laughs> snack and you've got three kids on your back three minutes and you're away quick and eat quick microchips <laughs> uh, so he basically the whole point of this scene so he can throw away his really cool lightsaber which I'd, yeah. I'd keep because it's great it's really nice yeah yeah so he can change say, the crystal I'm, and it turn it blue or something exactly I'm no longer be, uh, Kylo Ren I'm now Ben Solo yeah and you're like no you're not because you you were responsible for the death of thousands of people yeah no that's like yeah, Hitler no. Hitler no, shaving terrible. off his moustache and going I'm now Al Aldi yeah Aldi yeah. Smith the great guy <laughs> from Argentina yeah here I go I'm it's just like, an ordinary tailor no I'm not having that you've murdered no, your no. own father you've you've presided upon you know three planets being destroyed in The Force Awakens yep um, I mean many more since then like they blow up another planet in a minute I suppose that's not him because he's no. gone now but like there's, all the there's mushroom so people much, at the beginning all the mushroom people death destruction slaughter no self reflection right. I don't really know where Kylo Ren is in his relationship with the force or as a character until that moment and then he gets stabbed and killed and then brought back to life mm. and it's only when his own life is threatened and then restored to him that he turns good it's which like, I think is a bit like Thatcher crying as she gets he, in the car exactly. it's like the it old doesn't count Jesus. if it's crying for yourself yeah, yeah. it doesn't yeah it doesn't count no <laughs> like, I, I'm oh, not so, having it showed her so much humanity showed so much humanity from her in her last moment no she was crying because she had lost her job mm. that yeah. doesn't count that's not no. humanity or that's like selfishness when, when Theresa May did that <laughs> but this is you know Ryan Johnson did this a bit in the the last Jedi didn't he because he said he killed Snoke and you think that's great he's now going to turn good but he yep. didn't he turned more evil he said I, yep. I can own it all now and yeah. that's when you know he's beyond redemption yeah but in this they've gone nah he's fine yeah he's alright yeah. yeah, and it, that it really feels so. There's, yeah, I mean, but you also compare it to. I mean, obviously, the comparison is Darth Vader, mm. and you just go that there was. He's overseen terrible slaughter and oppression and all this. You know, yeah. he hasn't literally stood. We haven't seen him literally standing there while you know stormtroopers was mowed down civilians. But yeah. like, we have seen him do terrible things, and we assume that that's what his rule has been like. Mm. But it, you know, it, it's it's more that he knows he's beyond saving, right? Like he his, killed younglings, Tom. That's he killed all those younglings mm. exactly. Delicious beers. Um, and uh, <laughs> oh my god Anakin's such a legend have you seen how many younglings he killed last night <laughs> hey. majority elbow <coughs> uh, and <laughs> I've almost killed John Rain sorry um, anyway so uh, so so yeah he, his, his, but Darth Vader's repentance is a deathbed repentance of a damned man exactly it's, it's not like oh I'll be nice now hmm. and actually again the 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 ending for Kylo Ren and Rey is it feels like the only thing that they sort of had planned from the beginning. Yeah. And the way they get to it is rubbish and, and slightly terrible. spoils it. It's, it's rubbish, yeah, it's terrible. But like I like I like their arc and it again it's another moment that hints at a better film series yeah. that could have been that would have made sense because you know the the nobody kid who rises to be the mo- the hope of the Jedi versus the kid that was born with all the advantages mm. and you know became the king of the evil ones only to then have his own humanity bring him down. Yeah, then meeting in the middle at the end, sharing a kiss, and then one of them dying you know, in the moment of their own redemption. That's an exciting movie plot. Mm. <laughs> like mm. I love that. If that's what we'd watch, but we fucking haven't. No. But Palpatine says yep. to Richard E. Grant, right, well, um, Kylo Ren's a pussy. Yeah. And um, the Princess Leia's dead. Blow up a planet. 
Uh, so they blow up Kijimi, that planet they were on earlier. Not Kajimi. Not Kajimi. I couldn't remember what Kajimi was either at this point. Yeah, it's the one where Babu Frick's from. Oh, no. Oh. If they said, oh, no, they've killed Babu Frick, I would have cared. Oh, yeah. I would have been awesome. like... They'd have had oh, a little funeral for him in a little shoebox. Oh. Chewbacca solemnly shoves the shoebox up his ass. They one have to really time. grease him up. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um... Yeah, Obviously. so they blow up Kajimi, yep. and then this is when the resist the, the resistance find out that they've got ships that have got guns that can blow up planets. Yeah, and uh, Poe says something like, uh, "This is how he finishes it. Finishes what? Don't know what he's talking about." Well, he <laughs> like, talks to Leia's dead body. He's like, "I don't know what to do. They've said I'm in charge now, but I'm not as good as you were." It's like, "Oh, shut up!" Yeah, you knew also, better in the last film. Yeah, no, exactly. And like, um, and when Leia dies. It's again. It just feels like the the most damning kind of, yeah. like, not just about how these films are plotted, but just what the work they've done trying to add to the Star Wars universe. Mm. That Leia's body's lying in state under a blanket, and uh, you know it's okay because there to you know uh, to mourn her are our favourite characters, the minions is Nan and mm. Greg Grunberg off Heroes. Yeah, like that, and you just go, what? A, this is the scene where Princess Leia's died. Mm. This is that scene. Mm. Think about Star Wars. Think about the whole original trilogy and the iconicness yeah. of that character, her importance to young women. You know, like you know, what she, she stood as as a symbol, mm. and just her like good construction, fantastic performance, Carrie Fisher. That legacy. Mm. That is the scene that we get to end that. Yeah, it's and it's an insult. It is really insulting. <laughs> it's yeah. shit. It's rubbish. And then he's like, "Oh, I don't feel ready." And then Lando shows up out of the dark, and it's like, "How long have you been there?" A bit weird. He says, uh, yep. oh, "No, no one was ever ready. We had each other." And then he says, yeah. I, I threw that ship before I came in the room. <laughs> <laughs> After a ninja star comes in and And again, I just, I just want to watch Black Dynamite. Oh, why not? Dynamite. 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 Him see him fighting with... Ab- was it Abraham Lincoln he fights with? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> One point. No, Nixon. 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 Beg your pardon. Yeah. Yeah. Very different president. Abraham Lincoln saves him, doesn't he? He does. Hmm. He does. One second, John. Uh, yeah. My doorbell's just rung. Go this for it. This is something that you might want to cut. Yeah, I might leave it oh. in. Oh. Tom's had his delivery of bum pills. So anyway. La- Lando says, you know, we had each other. That's how yeah. we did it. And and I think, yeah, but, you know, you had, like, friends that we, we knew what your and relationship liked. was and we cared about. Yeah, exactly. So then we, different. we go back to Luke's planet of Achu. Achoo, bless you. Yeah. Kajimi, uh, bless you. I can hear you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Kajimi. Uh, Ray is burning things to the shock of all the little nude men. Yeah, they're really, <laughs> really startled. Like, yeah. yeah. Mark Hamill has a very inauspicious job here, mm. uh, going retconning the previous two Everything. films. Everything. His whole behaviour in the last film, yeah. Yeah, his whole behaviour and his entire uh, objective and basically, you know, the theme of the entire last film. And um, Do you you mean know, if you don't spent face whole... Palpatine, yeah. it will mean the end of the Jedi. And uh, and then Ray says, that's exactly what you said you wanted in the last film. And he says, I know, but I changed my mind after being dead. And then, uh, do you remember in the last film when you said that you don't need a lightsaber to effect change? Don't forget your lightsaber. Yeah. Don't forget your lightsaber as well, more importantly. <laughs> and then uh, Luke's force ghost uh, turns around and there's the two little porgs uh, on the rock. And he just stamps on both of them. Yeah, I enjoyed explode. doing that, he says. Yeah, and he look, turns back and says, I thought that was really funny. And Ray says, ha, yeah, that was pretty good. 
and then uh, there's uh, then he takes a picture of uh, Ryan Johnson and then holds it up to the camera and tears it in half like Sinead O'Connor. Like Sinead O'Connor on Saturday Night Live, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And and JJ Abrams comes out from behind the camera and does two thumbs up. Yeah, I mean, he basically does that as the little droid, right? As the finger bob. Um, yeah, he's doing the voice of the finger bob, isn't he? The finger mouse, yeah. Well, yeah. You, you you try and look up these things on IMDb and you mm. see about seven people credited as, as being that robot. So mm. who knows? Yeah, so he says to Ray, you know what, maybe you should go and um, do everything I told you not to do in the last film. And she also says, I thought you said that was bad. And he's like, oh, I changed my mind. Changed my mind, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, and then we get some lovely more terrible deep faked young actors. Uh, mm-hmm. Really gross. Hate it. Hate it all the time. Always hate it. Uh, and um, also then there's a second Wayfinder. No idea where that came from. Can't remember. No. No. Moving on. Uh, what better visual metaphor for the entire film than Luke's battered, moss-covered, clapped-out old X-Wing being listlessly dredged out of the ocean <laughs> one last time? What I love about that is, A, inside it'll be really wet and horrible and smell yeah, bad. She sits on there just... <laughs> and it's just be full of like weird fish and crustaceans. And That's all true, sorts. and mould and And she's mosses. also got his helmet. Yeah. Where'd you get that from? Yeah, I don't know. How, how does it fit her as well? She's got a much smaller head. Much smaller head. It would be like a little child putting on one. <laughs> oh, that's cute. That is quite cute. Another actually. thing that might have added some character to the character of Ray. Yeah. yeah. Oh, um, we, yeah. As you say, we had the flashback of Luke and Leia training, which is horrible. Yeah. Hate it so much. I, I, but it's that thing where you go, I like it when it's just some people with their helmets on. You go, yeah, yeah, I understand because they, they, those actors aren't that age anymore. But then they go, just to show they can. They lift up the blast shield and go, us, remember? And we go, yeah, we know. You've yeah, just said it's you two. So we get some more lovely, gross, tasteless deep fakes. But they tried to justify it at the time by going, ah, but the, the body double for Leia in this scene is her daughter in real life. So it's I didn't fine. know that, and I don't yeah. care. It doesn't make it any better. No, it doesn't. If it was her face and she got to play Leia, then mm. that would be fine. Yeah. I'd like that. Mm. That would be interesting. I'd rather see that. I'd rather mm. see... I've forgotten his name now, but I'd rather see the Babu guy Frick. that played Tarkin. But I'd rather see Babu Frick playing Grand Moff Tarkin without the Peter Cushing head on him in Rogue One. That's what I'd, I'd rather like see. Babu I'd rather Frick's get... body with Peter Cushing's giant head. That's true. Yeah. Babu Frick, again, I mean, you know, it's, it's a funny reference, John, but it also sort of proves my point because mm. Babu Frick is interesting and fun because Babu Frick is a puppet mm-hmm. with a bit of CGI flavour on top. Yeah. In the same way, what, what's more, what is interesting is, you know, animated characters that are animated characters that are designed to be animated characters mm. and also actors actors are interesting doing acting with their faces and voices and bodies yeah. uh, and puppets are really interesting as well um actors doing acting and then that acting being spoiled by having a sort of really badly fit cgi face pasted on top is not interesting no, and not. it looks bad every single time i'm not sure if it will ever look good do you remember when we were all sad about c3po losing all his memories yeah they're back now yeah they're back now because r2d2's yeah. giving him a backup as it were hey and uh, guess what? what? I thought, how are they going to get out of this one? Probably R2-D2's got some sort of backup of his memories and mm. when they meet again, he'll restore them. And uh, that's exactly what happens exactly a bit later. Happens. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's terrible. So the then- of, Are we back with the Star Destroyers now? Because I find that all very... I know, sorry, we've got all this other re- resistance stuff first, haven't well, we? we? Well, we'll skip over it quickly, but the resistance basically get yeah. a transmission via Luke Skywalker's ship via R2-D2 yeah. Yeah. telling them the directions to get to Exegol. Yeah. Yeah. Poe does and, a speech that inspires all the troops. Yeah. And now, then, this also, mm. like, this thing of, you know, because in the previous film, they've sent a beacon out, and it's like, we're alone, it's over. Mm. And that really feels like that's setting up this film being essentially all about 
rallying the resistance. As you mm. said, like they, you know, Finn doing that with the, the former stormtroopers, all that, that would mm. make sense. Mm. Like the whole film should be like, how do we bring back the spirit of rebellion, the spirit of resistance? How do we inspire everybody? Yeah. And it's done in like a montage that lasts about six seconds. If that, yeah. With a very halting, forgettable speech from Poe that mm. doesn't matter. And like, it, it's just like, yeah, I guess we'll just tell everyone that they need to fight back. And then that's the, you know, that's the solution. You yeah. <laughs> You're like, what? And like, you think about, even though the space bear horses are terrible in Last Jedi, mm. the scene around them with the kids like being yeah, inspired to, to rebel, that. yeah. that's that's really nice. And, mm. and and think about all that just being spaffed up the wall. Mm. And like, you just go by like... Claude. Uh, by Claude. Yeah, Claude. Claude, um, actually, there's a scene where he goes in and just kills all those kids. And then Ray says, I think that's really funny. Just makes me think of that bit in the, the, um, the uh, Itchy and Scratchy episode with the... Oh, God, yeah. what was he called? The dog... Poochie. Poochie. You know, when yeah. Homer's like, where is Poochie? How is he? But with Claude. Poochie went back to his... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> People could be talking about Claude more. Where's Claude? How's Claude doing? <laughs> but we never see Claude again. Oh, no, we do. We see him briefly at the end. Um, well, yeah, he, he, he wipes his penis um, mouth yeah. on Dominic Monaghan. That's right. And Dominic Monaghan goes, mmm, I loved that. Mmm, yep. <laughs> While loads of and like weird juice comes out of his mouth. Yeah, yeah that's out. right. Yeah. They turned it into <laughs> chocolate sauce and he's holding a, a Chinese yogurt. <laughs> yeah, I love this. Yeah. <laughs> um, then Tom Hiddleston comes out and says, "Don't forget your centrum." Yeah. Uh, <laughs> really weird. Yeah. Completely naked. Yeah, completely nude. He's a little. He's one of the little men from <laughs> from a chew. <laughs> Bless you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, so then Ray confronts Palpatine in his spooky castle, yeah, and I've yeah. put here right. Say what you like about Palpatine; he's been away for forty years out of the game, but he yeah. still pulled a huge crowd. In many ways, he's like Peter Kay. No. <laughs> First he comes back with his drive time show, then he's like, and the national tour is starting in September, so get your tickets. Early. Sold out instantly. Everyone goes, whoa, I didn't think we had it in him. He's Blue still got milk. The draw. Blue, Blue milk. <laughs> it's the way of the future. Do you know... <laughs> you know when the Sith Lord slide across the floor on the wedding dance? <laughs> and then unfortunately... What's with these new double-ended lightsabers? Double-ended lightsabers? I was happy with just the one end. Brilliant. Yeah, we're good ah, 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 brilliant. Good to have him back. <laughs> so the resistance. Who's launch- the crowd? Who are they, and where do they go? We have no idea, and we don't. We have no idea. We never find out. Never find out. Is it all just the space chimps? Have they the, been s- the chimps of Ren? Maybe they've been, they've been sitting in there presumably for forty years. Yeah, it must waiting. be like waiting for to watch Guns and Roses or something. They'll be on. Yeah. They'll be on. <laughs> you know, is he going to turn up tonight? Yeah. 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 Uh, so the resistance launch attack on the star destroyers, and we get this bit where they're um, Richardy e. Grant's like, oh. The, the plot is the MacGuffin here is that there's yeah. a navigation tower yes that's somehow controlling everything if they take yeah. that out all the ships will be blind yeah don't get that yeah but all... then as if to point out how stupid it was having it on that tower anyway mm. they just take it onto the lead star destroyer where onto you would the... imagine it would be anyway and they're like oh what are we going to do and then Finn goes oh it's on the lead star destroyer and they're like how do you know and he goes I, I had a feeling yeah and, you know, again, a lot like the teleportation, a lot like the resurrection powers, just like another instance of rather than the force being good and interesting and making the film better, mm. just an excuse for like some convenient plot. Exactly. And then yeah. we get the horses riding on the Star Destroyer. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't hate that that much. I, I thought it was a bit stupid. Mm. The reason I thought it was stupid was because um, the, the the Imperial people say, jam their speeders. Mm. And everyone says, I can't. They're not using speeders. And we've never seen them jam speeders before they can't do that that's not a thing they can do if they'd said even like use an electrical pulse and take down their ships 
It's like, we can't do that. They're not on ships. Then that would make more sense. Yeah. But jam their speeders. And then it's horses. The, the only reason to have that line is to set up the reveal of, look, it's the special horses yeah. for, with Finn. And um, Janice? Um, Wendy. Was it Wendy? Wendy, I think. Wendy. Wendy. Okay. Um, yeah, and also, we also get the fact that some, something else that sort of sums up this film is that the Last Order, as they're called... Yeah, their stormtroopers, final order, the final order. Final order, sorry. Their stormtroopers are exactly the same, but they're red. Sure. I mean... They did that thing with the the, the, the extra, Glyn Dillon's extra lines on the Stormtrooper helmet in the uh, in Force Awakens, and that worked, and then they just sort of went, well, we'll stop trying then. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. just, it's pathetic. Yeah. Um, so Palpatine d- demands Rey kill him to allow his spirit to pass into her, which will allow him to possess her body, etc. Exactly. Empress Palpatine, uh, this doesn't feel earned or set up because no. it never was. No. Um, uh, and you know what? There was a moment there where I went, oh, is this actually really good? Mm. When Ray finds the throne room and the throne is empty. Yeah. And I went, what is this just fucking Kylo's mindfuck with her? Mm. Where then ne- Emperor, the Emperor was never back. It's all a con. Oh, that would have been I such a good that idea. That would be such a good mm. reverse twist. And mm. it doesn't happen. He's just stuck on a finger. <laughs> he's hanging from a big finger. Yeah, he, he turns up. He's now in his casuals because he's now Ben Solo. So he's just got a shirt and trousers on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like he's yeah. like he's come from a business drink. Yeah, uh, he turns up Smart and he, he, he gets he gets confronted by the mighty knights of Ren. Yeah, and kills them all. Yeah, he kills them all. Yeah, yeah. Um, because with the teleported lightsaber. Yeah, which um, which is, is supposed to be a funny I... moment, but I'm like, no, you're space Hitler. You're not supposed to do gags. Yeah. No, exactly. Yeah. No. No. Or space There's... Stalin, at least. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. I think he's. I think he's space Hitler. He's sort of, yeah. Well, isn't Darth Vader space Hitler? Uh, I think Darth Vader's more like sort of space, I don't know, Rommel or something. (laughs) He's more like a sort of uh, a local general. Mm. Um, But yeah, uh, I think he is space Hitler because he's the the source of the evil. You can't kill Max von Sydow and Han Solo in the same film and get away with it. No, I know. And he does. Yes, Mm. somehow he does. Yeah. Um, it, it's around this point I realised that you know because I really liked the actor playing uh, uh, Stella Wendy what was it yeah. uh, I liked her a lot and mm. she was very good and incredibly charismatic on screen yeah. and all the action stuff she did fantastically mm. she has no character and she shouldn't be in the film No, but uh, it was around that point that I realised that should just be Rose Yeah, because she's got this bond with Finn which mm. has been established in Last Jedi and it's it's as if like it's it really is like as if it's it's not like J. James is fine with giving uh, Finn a sort of pseudo romantic uh, ally in a fight, mm. uh, you know, and that that ally being a non-white woman, as long as it isn't the literally the specific one from the Last Jedi. Yeah, and you just go, why bother? Yes, you already why go to all these lengths when all you actually want is. A, a woman sort of pseudo love interest for Finn to fight alongside him in this scene who has an affinity for space horses mm, exactly. as well yeah. and it's like he's just gone well get her out she's rubbish everyone on Reddit hates her she's rubbish mm. oh actually we do need someone to do exactly the things that she does uh, we're inventing a new character why and as if to point that out Rose is about three steps behind them with a blaster running along doing it's nothing it's insane isn't it it's ridiculous yeah. and it just seems weirdly spiteful and wasteful and like a mm. waste of both actors yeah. Like, you know, there's they even almost seem to set up a spin-off for uh, Wanda, Wanda later in the movie. Yeah. And you go, we're not going to have the Wanda spin-off. No one knows who she is. Who is mm. she? Who cares? who cares? Yeah, and she doesn't even have any resolution with Finn either. Like, they don't have to speak at the end. That's all right, because I think Lando's going to murder her. 
Oh right. Yeah. We'll get to <laughs> that. We'll her, get to that. Yeah. He takes her out back and kills her. Yeah. yeah. So anyway. so so Ben and um uh Ray yeah. uh kill all of Palpatine's men and they're yep. about to face him and then he's like, Ah, you've you've fallen into my plan. I'm That's gonna right, use yeah. you as a dyad. What? That's what it says here. Okay. And he starts sucking all their force powers out of him. And it makes yeah, him have a red right, waistcoat. Yeah, yeah lovely yeah. Uh, red velvet pyjama top. They're just utter very, shit, very aren't fetching. they? Yeah, it's, it's all terrible. Um, a couple of things here quickly. Mm. Uh, there's uh, there's a bit where Palpatine says, Luke Skywalker was saved by his father. Mm. The only family you have here is me. Mm. And then Palpatine picks himself up and throws himself down a big reactor shaft. Mm, that's right. Oh, what did I do that for? This is like a poem. It rhymes, he says, as he goes down. Do you remember and, when your dad uh, threw me down a shaft, eh? Mm. <laughs> remember when your dad used to throw me <laughs> slid across the floor at the wedding and then threw me down a big reactor shaft. I asked him to uh, put the big then, light on and he blew a boulder on. That's right. Yeah. And my favourite line reading in the film mm. comes round here mm. uh, and it's Ian McDermott as Palpatine. And he yeah. says, refuse and your new family dies. <laughs> <laughs> Listen out for it next time you watch it. If you have watched it again, Has McDermott ever done Doctor Who? Oh, you know, I don't think he has. I don't think he has. Unless he did it in the old, uh, you know, the pre mm. pre Eccleston series. I, I don't think, I don't think so. The only thing I've ever seen him in, apart from this, apart from some old BBC Shakespeare stuff that I've seen on telly, yeah, yeah, I yeah. saw he's the butler in Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh man, brilliant. Oh, I haven't. Yeah, I didn't notice that. Uh, I, yeah. I need. Yeah, I see him as someone who's like does this and otherwise like really legit stage work and, <laughs> and, and conventions. It. I think he's big on the gold conventions. Oh, he can yeah, charge okay, a lot okay. of money. Yeah, yeah, of course. He's the emperor. Yeah. He's the emperor, and as if to top up those con fees, mm. he's back in this. Yeah, um, yeah. And he loved it when he came on stage. They they showed the trailer to this film, and all the, the nerds were like, because he laughed. Undoing at the end. all of the Last Jedi, Whee! and then he came out and went, "Play it we again." Hate <laughs> Play it again. Play it again. <laughs> and then he got his knob out, and, and everyone went, "Oh, Ian." Uh, your new it. family <laughs> dies. Um, Palpatine's plan is just improvised, I think. First, I think like, this is written on the spot. Absolutely. I think what's going at on first, here. he says, You've got to kill me so mm. you can become Empress Palpatine. And then mm. he goes, Oh, wait, no, now I can get strong again. Oh. Uh, so actually, don't, I don't want you to kill me. Yeah. And then she does kill him. It's like what succession. Was supposed to be like her. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just all like people working on the spot. Yeah. Mm. Just re- rethinking every five seconds. Mm. Uh, swapping sides but then what was supposed to be the supreme act of like cowardice and, and cruelty from Ray is now heroic uh, yes. for reasons I don't fully understand no. um, I think this should have been oh Wedge turning up for a shot that I have to admit that got me yeah, it's I like incredibly that. brief Yeah, it's incredibly brief but I was just like oh <laughs> Dennis mm. Lawson turned up and I, I would admit it tugged my heartstrings it's cheap but it did get me yeah. I hate. I think there are I too many resistance fighters because so, you have a moment here where uh, Poe's like oh let's give up no one's going to help us and then Lando's like yep. well I've got some people to help you and you look round and what there should be is like 20 ships yeah but there's yeah, about like 4.8 million to, yeah yeah there's 5 billion ships it's turned so up. offensive and it's 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 rubbish and oh. it's 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 too much it looks impractical and it, it looks impractical because the whole film wasn't about building up this new resistance army mm. the whole film isn't been hasn't been about that no it's you know uh, it, it's, it should have been that the whole film is about the counter-offensive and you don't even need Palpatine you don't need any of that shit no. you've already got Kylo and, and, and Rey as, mm. as, as that running theme that's already important enough to, to just sustain that side of things yeah. 
you just have Richard E. Grant or, you know, even just General Hux, and they've got, they've found some new, they've developed a new weapon or they've found some new fleet or something. Or they've found, you know, the old Sith fleet or they found the big fat spider uh, mm. <laughs> or whatever. Like, yeah. they found something. Mm. And the, all, all that matters is the Resistance knows, oh, they've got this big, like, unstoppable fleet. We need to build up our Resistance ranks. We've almost been routed, you mm. know, at the end of Last Jedi, so we've got to build things back up. That should be the movie. Yeah, absolutely. Building the Resistance effort. But no, it's not. There's too much bloody lore and new characters every five seconds. <laughs> seconds and as if to prove that sex bongo comes back with a helmet on and we mm. go sure who cares and then babby frick pops up and goes yeah. <laughs> we go hooray babby frick's all right and all i could think about was the logistics of having babby frick loose in that cockpit yeah he might sit down on a red button that blows it up or something <laughs> it's a good point just He's unpredictable. There. yeah that's why we love him yay oh you've yay. made the wings fall off yeah <laughs> <laughs> chewbacca says uh, you know what has to happen now <laughs> 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 You've been I'll put bad. you back in your holster. <laughs> <laughs> so then, um, I call it my frick holster. Yeah. So yeah. then, uh, Ben immediately gets thrown down a hole. Yeah. And Ray is like struggling, and then she hears the voices of past All Jedi, voices, many of which are very samey. I recognise you, McGregor. And mm. then when it's like Hayden Christensen's voice is so forgettable and indistinct that they had to have him say, "Bring balance," like I did. Mm. <laughs> and you go, "Oh wait, that's like meant me. to be." Hayden Christensen. Hayden Christensen. Like me. I Anakin played Anakin Skywalker. Skywalker. Uh, but if they had like, they have got Yoda, obviously mm. you know who that is. Mm. Uh, uh, you know, uh, Luke, Shaw, uh, Ewan McGregor, fine. If Samuel Jackson was there, you would know who that was. Mm. But as it was, it's just like some voices and it just doesn't become clear. Good who if one of them was recognize. David Jason. Ray, David you Jason. Plonk, ah, yeah, you but, but, he's, but he comes in as, as Count Duckula. Mm. Igor, and then you go. Oh no, that is that's Count Ducula. Oh, Ducky Poos. <laughs> nanny comes in. He's like, yeah. Oh, Nanny, I'm busy talking to Ray. How did Nanny um, do injure her arm anyway? Uh, we never find out. No. Mm. Terrible storytelling in Ducula. I know it's awful. Mm. <sighs> We're just meant to accept, are we? We're just meant to accept that Nana's <laughs> Nanny's broken her arm. We never find out How why. Did you do oh. that? We don't know. Um, God, Ryan Johnson I think she be jumped fired. in front of a staking. <laughs> yeah, I think probably <laughs> she saved Ducula. <laughs> She's actually the greatest hero in the Duck of the Universe. She is. We just never find out. Yeah. Oh. Oh, Duck. It's slow motion. Oh, Ducky poops. <laughs> right in her arm. Uh, anyway, yeah. um, so she, she then says, I am all of the force and uses two lightsabers. Yep. And melts Palpatine. I like that she sort of peels him with the force. Yeah. But again, that was supposed to be something she shouldn't do because it would doom her. But then it's fine. That's right. Exactly. I mean, that's yeah. supposed to make him go into her body. Yeah, but it doesn't. No. So then yeah. but she's dead. Yeah. Ben climbs out of a hole. Yeah. Gives her a kiss and revives her with his force powers, which then kills him. Yeah. That works for me. I mean, except that I don't want there to be any resurrections, but no. makes sense. I mean, if you're, it, she says like sharing life mm. in, a, in a different film with different rules. And if this wasn't the force, I'd go, I buy it. It's fine. If he was the main baddie, I'd buy it more, but he's not. There's a quite sort of ill-judged shot where Ray's dead, and mm. as if to show you, like, no, actually, she's really dead. Like her, her wide-open eyes, are just staring at nothing, and her head's flopping around like Daniel mm. Radcliffe in Swiss Army Man. Yeah, <laughs> it's a bit like it's a bit tasteless. He should use it to fart all the way out of the uh, canyon. At some point mm. uh, in all this, um, some in, with the resistance side, uh, some uh, Rose says, "Finn, are you seeing this?" And then Finn says, "Shut up, Rose. I want to talk to Finn." Go yeah. away. Yeah. Anyway. No one likes you, Rose. Yeah, no one likes you, Rose. Everyone thinks you're rubbish. Yeah. Uh, but I've put here the Kylo Ren's redemption arc is up there with Matt Hancock's. Yeah, I agree. Mm. I agree. Fuck the pair of them. Never going to um, work for me. No, 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 no. So the resistance, <laughs> resistance... Darth Hancock. Yeah. Oh. Um, so... That's nearly a crystal full. I said this... Uh, 
yeah mm. I, that's, oh yeah good point <laughs> now come on boy uh <laughs> i'll show you this land speeder no problem um so if sid turned up i would that would redeem the entire yeah, film for me it would actually anyway well, so was, yeah mm. i i think again it's it's a it's a it's a whisper of a better series of films mm. where this is where this all ends you've got the uh person being tempted by the dark side giving their life to defeat the ultimate evil and then you have the one who we thought was irredeemable giving himself up to save that other one you know again echoing darth vader sacrificing himself in return of the jedi mm. but again just Ren's redemption arc doesn't really work. It's not earned. I no. uh, don't believe he would be good. Uh, it's not as interesting as if he, you know, did one last heroic thing after seeing the air of his Like ways, grabbing like Palpatine and pulling him down a hole and they both fall down the hole or something. That would have been better. Yep, something like that. Mm. Anything like that. Or and throwing himself in the way of the lightning. Yeah. Yep. Anything like that. And it makes uh, him go bald. So, but anyway, it, it makes me imagine this could have been good. Yeah, but it's not. No, uh, <laughs> and we see everyone around the galaxy celebrating. We even get—I remember there was a big video at the time. They were very excited about it. It's like Warwick Davis is playing Wicket again oh. for a shot, yeah. And you see the back of his head. Yeah, could have been. You see the front of the Ewoks' faces for like two seconds. Yeah, but it could go, have been anybody. Yeah. It could have been anybody. Yeah, completely. And he just goes like, "Nice one," and yeah. then move on from that to Jakku and the rest of them. <laughs> um. So then Chewie gets his stupid medal. Yeah. From the oh, I didn't even hope. Know. Oh, right. Oh, that's what that is. I thought She's it was like, Maz Kanata giving just... Chewie her hotel room key. Yeah, that's Going right. You fancy another ride on the old Kanata train? Well, she does yep. love Chewie, doesn't she? So that would she make does, sense. yeah. She's had sex with him, apparently. Yeah. He's like, I've got a little bubble. According to the Force Awakens. <laughs> <laughs> you want something a little uh, more sizable up there, Chewie? Hey! It's his Frick's older brother. Pops. Babu Frick is, is up him for Actually, that Actually, Babu scene, Frick does look a little bit like a miniature Pops. He does sound a bit like a miniature Pops yeah, as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Babu Frick. <laughs> so then Lando sits yep. next to Janna, her name is. Yeah. Linda? Uh, Annie. Wanda. Amy. Amy. And he says, Amy. Uh, he says, so what's your story? And she goes, oh, I don't know. And he goes, well, let's find out. And I'm like, is, is he her dad? Or is he wanting to bang her? I don't know, and also I I don't know what what the spin off that they're hinting at here would would ever be. No, would no nobody would want it. We don't know who this person is really. <laughs> Lando be, looks like he's ready for a sit down. He'd, he'd be in a wheelchair. It would be like that little Britain thing, but less offensive. Yes, somehow yeah. less offensive. Yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> I want that. That's one. Billy D. Williams turning down that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want uh, that one. So I threw that shit before I came in the room. <laughs> so Ray visits t- t- Tatooine at the end. So, wait, hang on. So Amy says, uh, I don't know what my story is. Yeah, and he says... And then Lando says, well, maybe I'll send you back to Crenshaw Pete with his hot-ass coat hangers. Would you like that? <laughs> <laughs> she says, my name's Wanda Calrissian. Oh, a lot of cats got that name. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes oh shit I was trying to sleep with you <laughs> so Ray goes back to Tatooine to Luke's house don't know why oh to no, bury no, no. Leia's lightsaber and Luke's and yeah. Luke's don't, yeah, know, yeah. don't know why again I, I don't mind that again I think if you take all the Palpatine grandchild stuff out this is a good ending for this little arc of three but only if you don't have that <laughs> if, only if she's like oh I never really had a family and this is my new sort of family and then some nosy bitch turns up and says who are you who are you? She, she goes, says, she goes, 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 goes,
Ray, don't you mind your own fucking business? Yeah. <laughs> but she says Ray Skywalker. Ray Skywalker. And she sees the force Awful. ghost of Luke and Leia. Yeah, the deep fake force ghost of yeah. Leia. Um, and if you've forgotten what this desert hut is, don't worry. You can spend ages in it in Star Wars Obi-Wan, a new Disney Plus oh, original God. series. That was so bad. I haven't seen it. It's really it, boring. The trailers were just Ewan McGregor looking sad, and I went, I don't think I need <laughs> to The see last it. episode's good, but it's yeah. exactly what you think it's going to be, so that's okay. why it's good. It's just right. confirmation. But right. I'd, I'd recommend you watch Andor. It's very good, and it fleshes out right. the Empire. Maybe I'll give it a try. Yeah. But uh, there we go. That's The Rise of Skywalker. The Rise of Skywalker. We've completed our trilogy. We have. Hmm. But why do I feel so empty, John? Because it's just a very empty exercise. Do you know what? It's got it's, it's got so many uh, problems with it, this finale, and mm. genuinely the sort of the filmmaking process, the franchise management, the investing everything in Ryan Johnson, then instantly stabbing him in the back. But mm. all of that mm. has so many problems with it, and um, I can't say I particularly enjoyed watching Rise of Skywalker. I'm glad I finally did see it, but I will say that the the real treasure, the real wayfinder in these three podcast episodes was the friends we made along the way. I couldn't have put it better myself. Mm. Tom Crowley, thank you. Thank you, John Rain. And may the force be with you always. Beautiful. Oh. Babble Frick. <laughs> deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? 
They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.